Welcome to Otaku Brothers, your friendly neighborhood gaming podcast featuring Rusty, R.E. Lewis 2011, and Ryan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode six of Otaku Brothers. My name is Rusty, and tonight I am joined by my forever co-host and brother-in-law, Ryan. How are we doing? Good. Very good. Yeah, we're doing good because the audio <laughs> quality is finally up to snuff. We we sound good. Hopefully, it sounds clear for you guys. Hopefully, it sounds clear moving forward. My goodness. We spent another, what was it? must have been 30, 40 minutes. No, it was like 15 minutes and you were raging yeah, for all of Yeah, it sounded those. like, it felt like 40 <laughs> minutes. My gosh. I, I was know. just, whew. Yeah, so episode five. Hope you guys enjoyed it. You know, we talked about our top five movies. We got a really weird episode planned for you guys tonight. I don't even want to get into what we're going to do later on, but we're going to kick off the episode like we always do, talking about the games that we played recently this over the past week, that we're going to very quickly kind of go through um, kind of our favorite games and most anticipated games from E3. You know, I remember I've been listening to gaming podcasts for eight years now, so I just, I feel like in the eight years that I've been listening to podcasts, E3 is, is great in the sense that I love watching the press conferences and and hearing people's immediate impressions on Twitter and stuff, and even watching Pete, you know, his his Twitch streams. But when you have like eight or nine podcasts in your feed, and all nine of them are like three hours long, and they just con- continually break down each of the conferences and talk about their favorite games, it it gets pretty monotonous. And so we just want to quickly bullet point: these are our favorite games. This is why, and kind of go on from there. So it should be should be a good show. And then after that, it's things are going to get real weird. So just strap in, get a box of popcorn, and enjoy the show. But Ryan, let's kick off the episode with games we've been playing recently. What have you been playing this week? Yeah, so once again, I've been swamped with work. So I think I played Minecraft for like an hour total this week. Um, And then Rusty got on Monster Hunter, and we killed about two bosses. And then he had to spend time with Lauren. So I was left to go to sleep and then yeah it's when the wife when she wants to hang out and stuff it's like what no no i called lauren and she said you could have kept on playing oh did she say that she did she didn't care she was gonna play with moo or whatever her cow's name is no so she's playing harvest moon on on ds and she named one udders and one spot and then she just got four chickens last night so she named um hen roger um was one of them I can't say on the podcast, but you can probably. I mean, it, it's it's a chicken, so just just you don't have to think too hard. Okay. Um, and then uh, I forget what the other one was called, but she's so cute with the, her names with the the. I just like eggnog. Eggnog was good. <laughs> she started cow. she started a new file, so she no longer has a yeah, cow named eggnog, but yeah. uh, she used to. So um, so that's it, man. Yeah. Yeah, and then I uh, finished. Avatar Last Airbender. Nice. Yeah. The TV show. Not the, For like the third or fourth time I've gone through it. Yeah, I've only Good gone, background noise. I, I've, it is great. It's just a great show to watch, whether it's in the background or you're, you know, deeply interested in watching it. Um, I didn't watch it, of course, until Lauren and I were, were dating, and it's just so good. Of course, you guys always used to k- compare me to Aang because I used to have my head shaved. Yeah, and it was an apt apt comparison. It was. It, it was. was. Really accurate. <laughs> <laughs> So that's it this week. Hopefully, uh, we'll get to play some Monster Hunter after we record tonight. Should be good. Uh, not hopefully, we will. We, well, if you don't because fall we asleep. signed no, we signed up Rick and Ben. Yeah. Okay. So, so I just had some poison juice. Yeah. And then um, had some coffee. 
on the way here. Yeah. And so before. You're, you're all caffeinated up, ready to go. Yeah, hopefully it kicks Jacked in soon. Up. <laughs> all right. So I've been playing a whole smorgasbord of games this week. I, I was just in one of those moods where nothing really sounded good. And um, so what, what did sound good, of course, was more Rainbow Six, which I quickly found out that that game just has more problems than I initially thought. So... You know, I, I stopped playing Call of Duty during uh, the Modern Warfare 2. I really enjoyed that, especially the Spec Ops mode. Um, but Rainbow Six, big fan, of course, Vegas of the Vegas games. I, I talked about that in the last episode. But one of the things that's really, really frustrating me with Rainbow Six Siege on PS4 is that I'll get into a match, Terrorist Ton. I'm not playing with, I'm not squatting up with any of my my actual friends. I'm just going in um, kind of blind. He has those actual friends. I do have some actual friends. You know, I, I couple couple out there. Love you guys. Anyways, so I, I, you know, I'll get into a match and people will just, my own squad mates will just start shooting me. And then I, I don't play with a mic, but even if people are, you still hear them through the system. And it, you can tell it's just a bunch of 12 to 13, 14 year old kids just killing me and then they'll they'll like ban me from a match if i don't start killing them and it's like we're literally in the match to do terrorist hunt whether it's save a a hostage or just kill like 25 terrorists or defuse a bomb whatever it might be the you know the mission might be and it's just so frustrating that these little like teeny bopper kids are like not doing what they're supposed to do i mean one of them was named like dope stick two so I immediately knew, like, a kid like that is just going to be... Then there was, like... That's, I, like, such a stereotypical name. Well, no, and I kid you not. So one of the other ones, I wrote this down, was Big E-Z, like, the little like the letters, E-Z, bruh. And I was just, like... Isn't that kind of close to your name, though? Ari Lewis 2011. Yeah, okay. Big It's E-Z, a derivative. Big E-Z, bruh, <laughs> and Ari Lewis 2011. Those are, like... <laughs> it's a... Close cousin to Ari Lewis. No, man, that's like well, that's jock boat the- shoes with no <laughs> no socks, like collar collar popped, and then I'm over here with like my Kingdom the wheelies, Hearts, my yeah, my Kingdom Hearts T-shirt and like a pair of gym shorts. Like, give me a break. So, but you're yelling bra. <sighs> okay, so all of that aside, it's still really fun. I really enjoy playing Terrorist Hunt, leveling up my character. I guess it's not even my character. I'll play as one of many operators, whether that be someone with an SMG or a sniper or shotgun, whatever. But um, it is really fun. Once you get into um, a match with with really good people, you can actually vote at the end of the match to um, replay that same level or play a different level with the same team. So in that sense, it's it's good. But man, people just need to get their act together and or grow up. Yeah, it's just it's just annoying. <laughs> um, another game I've played that I'm actually not enjoying as much as I thought I would. So Big fan of the Far Cry games, um, 3 and 4 in particular, and I thought Far Cry Primal, which is essentially set in 10,000 BC, so of course no guns or anything like that, I thought this was going to be the perfect mix-up for me, I was going to really dig this game, and you know, you you start off like you're in this this tribe, you speak this foreign language, and um, this saber-toothed tiger comes and attacks all your your people, and you and your buddy um, are kind of pushed up against a cliff, and your only option is to either get eaten by a saber-tooth or jump off. So you kind of are like rolling down this cliff. Your buddy doesn't end up making it. He dies, and it's your kind of duty at that point to go off and find the missing um, tribal people in your your unit, you know, and try and yeah. kind of rebuild that tribe or whatever. Um, but it's really difficult when you don't have actual guns when there's saber-toothed tigers and mammoths and giant bears running around. 
when you have like three arrows in a club. And sounds so, like a fair fight to me. Yeah, so it's really tough. It's, it sounds less fair if you get like an SMG and you're... Yeah, so it's... Or it, a harpoon. Yeah, so in that sense, it just makes the game super challenging. I'm sure later in the game when you're crafting more, you meet this one guy like maybe two to three hours into the game and he's very Rafiki-like. He's basically like the, the human incarnation of Rafiki from The Lion King. And he mm-hmm. basically has all these drawings on the wall. He's super hyped up on caffeine, seems, and... He basically is teaching you how to almost overtake or summon animals. So I think it gets to hmm. a point in the game where you can ride saber-toothed tigers and mammoths. That would be cool. And they can essentially, they're your own. You know, like you, You've trained them to kind of work with you. So I think once I get to that point in the game, there's just this hump that I haven't crossed yet. And right now it's just But you shouldn't t- have to play five hours in a game to actually have fun. Yeah, I know, especially this day Thanks. and age. But Final Fantasy thirteen. Yeah, so um, it's going to go down. We're going to have some real fist fights after this. Uh, it was more like 15 hours. Uh, it was about 15 or 20. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. It was definitely worth it. It was definitely worth it. But uh, Far Cry Primal, uh, maybe some different impressions next week, but I'll, you know, I'll get back to it eventually. Two more games I want to talk about. Stardew Valley is one of them. So Lauren, of course, is on the Harvest Moon kick, and um, Stardew Valley like just took off, whether it was last year or the year before. Excuse me. This is basically a 16-bit Super Nintendo-like Harvest Moon for current generation consoles. So yeah. the game starts off. You know, your father's on his de- or your grandfather's on his deathbed, and you kind of once he passes away inherit inherit his farm, and you're kind of just set off on this journey. You create your own character, male or female. You can meet the mayor and the mayor. Yeah. So you're like in this place so. called Pelican Town or whatever. You yeah. can meet all the townspeople. You can eventually get married. Um, you have a crazy large plot of land. Um, what I kind of ran into right off the bat was just running out of energy. I wasn't aware that your energy depleted. And then I was just like whacking at rocks and cutting down trees. And then like I got half through the day and I was like ready to pass out. So I think I need to make sure that <laughs> I buy whatever increases energy, whether it's food or whatever. I just need to make sure I get that ATP. Yeah. yeah. Adenzine triphosphate. No energy yes that's exactly what i thought atp stood (laughs) for (laughs) wow um but no so i mean it's it's a fun game i'm really enjoying it just going around to the town meeting townspeople you can accept new quests from people i think you can eventually like go off and wander into caves and find new resources it's just your average like crafting and collecting resources yeah i think the grumps played that one yeah building up your farm and um one of the things the two i mean the art style is of course very um, retro, which I like, but the music especially is just very peaceful, especially if you're like in the mood to kind of veg out with a game. This has some of the most peaceful, just charming music and graphics that it's just, it's just a fun game to play. So I've, I've been enjoying my time. I just haven't put a ton of time into that. What I've kind of been, you know, putting most of my time in the back half of the week, because I've had a stressful week of work, maybe for different reasons than you. Um, but, uh, I got back into, I played, which I didn't know at the time till the very end, essentially, uh, of Birth by Sleep, Aqua's story. Mm-hmm. So Birth by Sleep, you basically play as one of three people, either... Yeah, I started that game, and then... Terra, Ventus, stopped. or Aqua, and they, they're very much like the the three main characters in the Kingdom Hearts series. So you got, you know, um, Kairi, um, Riku, and Sora. So they're very, yeah. very similar to them. And so I love Aqua. She's definitely my favorite. And so I only had like an hour and a half left of her story. I didn't even know. So I finished the Peter Pan world, went to the final boss, and I beat that relatively easily because I was I was rel- I was pretty leveled up. Um, 
So I beat that, and wow, the the ending cinematic was was so neat. And 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 I just, I mean, do you care if I spoil it? We have to spoiler warning. Yeah. So so spoiler warning. I think I've seen the end cutscene of Birth by Sleep. So, so of course, there's three three different scenarios. You, you can either play as one of the three characters, and and all their stories eventually come together into to one final kind of episode or scene at is the it, at the end of the game. Is this the battle with like the old bald guy on yeah. the battlefield with the keyblades? Yeah, so you're basically in the keyblade graveyard for this battle and um Ventus, who's like essentially kind of looks like almost identical to Roxas from Kingdom Hearts 2, he plays similar to, to Sora. Um he kind of goes into almost like this um this coma like state and Terra. I'm not really sure what happened to him, but Aqua eventually fights whoever she's fighting, and all all of that aside, <laughs> like zero, you know, things happen. Yeah, and things happen. Characters but and stuff. At the end of all of that, what was really neat is is Aqua ends up going to Destiny Islands, and she's walking along the bridge, and she sees a young four year old, four and five year old Sora and Riku running along the beach. Oh, and so she jumps down and talks to them, which was really cool. So it essentially kind of connects the story. Well, eventually she falls into almost this dark world limbo state, okay? And so she's been there for like 10 to 12 years. And so it, this is my understanding. If, if I'm wrong, please, people write in. But this is my kind of understanding from what I'm what I'm watching in the cutscenes. Okay? So she's going to be in the third one because she's going to pop out of that. Well, she was in the trailer. I don't know if you saw, but she's she's no. essentially turned evil. So in the trailer, um, and again, so I'm being in limbo for 10 years will turn you evil. So I'm playing Kingdom Hearts 0.02 Birth by Sleep, a fragmentary passage. Okay, so this was on the Kingdom Hearts 2.8 HD collection, which includes a fragmentary passage, which is essentially a two and a half hour game playing as Aqua in this limbo like state. It includes um, the 3DS game, Dream Drop Distance, basically that HD-ified for PS4 consoles. Yeah. And then it, there's some, like, one and a half to two hour, like, cinematic-only story. I don't think it has anything to do with canon Kingdom Hearts. I think it's just some random, like, Kingdom Hearts movie. I don't even know what it it's is. It's really just Animal Planet, like an episode yeah. of, like, Zaboomafu. Yeah, exactly. Just that little... <laughs> what is even it was? The lemur. Lemur, yeah. Like, two brothers. Yeah, wow. I like that show, actually. It's yeah, it was, it was... We watch that a lot. Um, I wouldn't mind that. If you put that on 2.8 or 2.9, if they come out with just... Yeah, Tetsuna Mara, I'd come after you if that if that happened. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyways, so I'm playing the, the you know this this two and a half hour episode with Aqua, and it's actually phenomenal. I mean, it's it's the in game engine for Kingdom Hearts three, so it plays just as probably not as well, but almost as well as Kingdom Hearts three is going to. Um, what's really nice though is that at the very beginning of the game, you start as Aqua at level fifty, so you kind of have all of your Thundaga, Fyraga. Blizzaga and Kuraga spells, so you don't really have to to farm for XP, and there really is no no chance to grind for XP in this because um, it's it's very corridor. You're going straight linear, yeah, linear down the path um, to kind of play out these scenarios. But um, and you're not visiting Disney World, you're not fighting alongside anyone because again, you're in limbo. Um, but the the combat is so quick and so crisp um, and so satisfying because 
There's just all these different ac- acrobatics. There's no gimmicks. So um, there were like little familiars in Dream Drop Distance, the 3DS game. They're essentially like little pets, like little Pokemon that fought alongside you. Yeah. That was just stupid. I didn't like that. So I'm glad that they've done away with that. I hope it's the same in Kingdom Hearts 3. It's just Aqua on the battlefield doing all kinds of crazy jump flips and everything. From what I've played so far, there's no time button presses. It's just really satisfying combat. It doesn't feel button mashy. It really, nice. I think this is going to be, without a doubt, the definitive Kingdom Hearts combat, taking the best of both worlds from one and two and you know some of the other offshoot entries. So I watched you play like, maybe five seconds but i did see that the mp bar in this one is a recharge and not a Mm -hmm. incremental use it up and then it recovers that's true is that limiting so in this new game the mp it is like a it does recharge Mm -hmm. over time um is it a multi-use per that recharge it is yes like that said though i do feel like it's limited so i hope that because and granted, you know, when you're playing in three, you're going to have other characters alongside you. Donald's going to be healing you and stuff like that. Yeah. But in this game, you're in some really tight scenarios where I need to be healing. And when I'm fighting these crazy gargant, you saw the gargantuan beast I was fighting. Yeah. If I, if I can't heal, I'm, you know, I have to run away and throw an item. And of course that animation's like one and a half seconds. It yeah. just, it takes, in a, if I have like flying particles at me, you know, and I'm dying in the process, you know, it's yeah. just, it's well, really chaotic. At the end, the final boss of the first one, you could spam heals, mm-hmm. which was necessary. Yeah. The second one, the end boss wasn't necessary. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I hope they take that into account. I think they will. I mean, you know, Kingdom Hearts 3 is still a ways off. This, this came out in the beginning of the year. Um, that's, that's over a year of development time still, still ahead. So I'm definitely confident that um, it's going to be a, a very well-polished game. Mm-hmm. I, I have no doubts. So, um, yeah. But that said, we'll talk about, I'm sure I'm talking about Kingdom Hearts more later on. But let, let's get in some questions. That was a really bad voice crack. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I have, I don't know. Today's just been a bad yeah. day for voice cracks. Um, all over the place. That was just doing my best Mickey impersonation. Yeah, it did so, that did sound like Mickey. Um, um yeah, I can go into mine. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me read the email. Let me get. Deep. I thought we were going into E three stuff first, or are we doing questions first? I like throwing you through a loop, man. We're gonna do questions. I'm gonna just well, all right, really I'm... throw it off for you. Um, all right, so Error. we got yeah Error. yeah Ryan Ryan's <laughs> mind can't just, compute. Uh, shutting down. He's like, hold on, let me get my Excel spreadsheet. Let me go back to the third tab. Yeah. Um, all right, right so listener mail, my e. good buddy Dean, he fellow Pittsburgh Steelers fan. All right. <laughs> He also has been supporting my YouTube channel for as long as I can remember. Fellow Irishman. That's a terrible Irish accent. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. He also has two really cool names from a show that we like, Supernatural. Well, I, I read his last name, and it's it's actually not. There's no R in there, but I don't want to give You're less a, cool in my book. Yeah, no, Dean's <laughs> awesome. So, so Dean, he writes in, he yeah. says... Hey guys, loving the podcast. Keep it going. You guys are getting better each week. I hope so, man. I hope I hope you guys are liking it. He's he goes on. He says, "My question this week is, it's a two-parter. Why do you guys play video games and what games would you like to see more of in the future that you don't see much of this generation?" So, Ryan, why do you play video games? Um it sounds bad, but like to escape reality. Um doing the monotony of work, kind of escaping into a fantasy world, fighting dragons, being a character. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're not tied down to what physics or just kind of everything that we have to deal with here. 
Yeah. I mean, I could wield a sword, and the likelihood of me wielding a sword on the weekends, unless I'm LARPing, is pretty low. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, or a lightsaber, or using the Force, which I wish I could do, but I can't. Don't we all? Don't we all? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a different medium of storytelling, mm-hmm. and I'm too fidgety to sit down and read a book. Yeah. I, I mean, I can read it maybe five or six pages, and then I just... I have to move around or I'm like freaking out. Um, so this, at least I'm moving my hands. Like even watching movies, I have to be playing a game because mm-hmm. I have to move my hands. So especially Uncharted where you're more or less playing through a movie. Interactive cinema. Thanks, yep. Travis. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's why I play. Yeah. No, I think I'm very much the same. And I think most people can just relate to that answer. I mean, it's, just, it's this escapist reality. You know, you want to play a game to... Forget about your current obligations and responsibilities, you know, whether it be... Taxes are not fun. You don't have to do taxes in video games. Yeah. Gosh, I don't want to play that game. There are toll roads, though. There are toll roads. Um, Thanks, Wonderfell. Wonder who? I I combined Winterhelm with just multiple Skyrim locations. This is why you don't interrupt me, because they don't have to worry about (laughs) screwing things up. It's uh, Friday. I can't (laughs) think anymore. (laughs) No. um, Yeah, and I think for me, too, like even just some rough stuff that went on in my childhood, just being able to play a game with my sister. Um, I know a big game for me, of course, was Kingdom Hearts, playing that with my sister and a lot of the N64 games. But a big one for me that was just a lot of stuff going on in my life was was Fable 2. Um, I really got lost in the world of Albion and on the Xbox 360, of course. And um, I didn't really play co-op very much, but just, just playing that game and being able to just really choose your path, whether you were light or dark, and this just this little dog that was your companion through the game, and I don't know, it was just so, so much fun. Just I love action RPGs, and just set in this, like, fan, you know, fantasy setting. Um, I miss Fable. Those games are fantastic. Even 3 is great, but but 2 especially came along. Um, it just had a really, really great time, or not so great time, but for me personally, it just, it was nice to have a game that I could escape to in that world. Yeah. Um, and so for me, that's, I think that's the biggest thing. And then the other thing from a co-op perspective, I think for you and I just playing resistance you know it's just we're just laughing our heads off you know just just rolling about <laughs> at how freaking hard it is yeah and, and then like there's games like mario party where it's just like yeah you hate each other but you're also just laughing uncontrollably because of how stupid the game is and how fun you're mario kind of, kart you actually do lose friends though yeah uh i just think those types of games see it tyler um just bring people together i mean i know that sounds cheesy but it, it really does and i think it's just so much fun to get a bunch of friends together and play games like that um so yeah, I think that's the biggest reason why I play games. Yeah. Um, but the next question Dean asks is, again, what games would you like to see more of in the future that you don't see enough of this generation? I want to see a good Star Wars game. Mm, Looking yeah. at you, EA, because you own the rights. Yeah. Um, wow. A single player like Force Unleashed. That's all I'm asking for. Because the current one that they're working on, I think it was 1313, was scrapped. Yeah, it was. It was the writer from Uncharted. That woman, she got... Yeah. Her story scrapped. That was unfortunate. That game looked really, really cool. Yeah. Um, I think they showed it, what, a couple years ago? Yeah. I mean, I think they're pretty sure they... Because I remember... They had a trailer and gameplay. Yeah. Like, they were on, like, some kind of train or something, and there was just, like, cover mechanics, and it, it seemed very almost like bounty... I think it was some kind of bounty hunter type shooter game. And then you went game. down into the ground, and there was, like, an underground city. Yeah. I mean, it just... It looked unique. It looked different from the Star Wars games that we're used to, and it's just a shame that, yeah, that got... Just and they just... took the money-grabbing approach. Yeah. If EA can get their rights taken away by Disney once Disney gets their crap together yeah. with uh, 
what's her face? Kathleen Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah. Those Kennedys. I was, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I I would love to do another Force Unleashed or a similar kind of non-canon, but getting to explore a Star Wars universe. Yeah, I think... I think another KOTOR would be fantastic, especially for current-gen consoles. And I think another one that I'm excited about the prospect of, but I definitely have reservations, is this this new game that's set um, between A New Hope and Re- Revenge of the Sith. It's like Fall of the Jedi Order or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. They didn't show any gameplay at E3, but it was just more like a concept of... Is like it the, the one where they talked to the dude in the crowd? Yeah, and it was like super awkward. Um, yeah, yeah, that was kind of disappointing. So... We probably won't see that game for, till like, 2020, in all honesty. But, um, yeah, I, I definitely want to see more good As Star long Wars as they games. don't milk it for money and they... I don't know. They had a Star Wars game online, but I don't need a Star Wars online. There's enough of those. Yeah, I mean, that was basically a, single player a new game. Old Republic game, you yeah. know. Um, I mean, it was, I think it was called... It, was kind of, it looked like Republic. a WoW kind of go with Jedis and fight a Sith Lord kind of... I mean, it's, it's, it is an MMO. So, yeah. I mean, it's still... The servers are still alive with that. But, um, but yeah, new Star Wars game. That's a good choice. I think for me, um, you know, I kind of talked about this on a prior episode, just more 3D platformers, collectathons, no gimmicks. Like, I mean... Je- I figured you'd talk about. Ukulele was just such a breath of fresh air for me. I know some people really did not get into that game and really don't dislike it. And, and I understand that, but... I think even for what it was, just appreciating the fact that this was a very small, relatively small budget game made by a, a very small group of people that haven't really been in the game and just, you know, making games in a long time. I mean, these are ex-rare developers that came together that had a great love and passion for Banjo-Kazooie and they wanted to to kind of follow in those footsteps with a spiritual successor. And to me, I think they did a really stand-up job and I just, I wish that we could see more games like that and it's a shame we haven't. I think the Wii um, had some great games that were 3D platformers that kind of went under the radar. And I think for that system, that's that's great. And there's some, there's some games there that I'm still um, looking to go back to. But at least for the PS2 GameCube era, you know, when you had these 3D platformers come out for all these different Disney movies and stuff, I, I missed that because there were a lot of gems hidden in the, uh, the mess of games that came out like that. And so my hope going forward is more traditional collectathon games like that i just we really miss out on that kind of stuff and i, I miss those yeah. games they're a lot they're a another lot of fun. 2d mario game yeah yeah i mean um to go back to the roots i'm trying to think of the last 2d mario is probably um 3ds remake of the original probably yeah uh well i mean there was the side scroller i mean well there was the new super mario brothers 2 on the 3ds and then there were, you know, new Luigi U on the Wii U, and then there was new Super Mario Brothers U on you the, got the on Misfit Wii U. But Mario Brother, um, yeah, we want Mario, the red one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know, but I don't know. I'd like to see a reimagining of Super Mario World because that that game is is absolutely phenomenal. I, I, I it's funny enough. I actually played the the GBA port. Uh, it was the first time I played it, but even after the fact, playing on the Super Nintendo, that game still holds up so well today. That it'd be really neat to see a, like a reimagining graphically you, updated of that i have been watching uh, mario maker where they make stages and yeah they're just incredibly crazy yeah it's it's pretty unique how I mean, it's almost like nintendo doesn't even have to to put another 2d yeah, mario because people are yeah essentially people are making a form and that's why it's so interesting um to think about what other maker games could could nintendo develop i think mario kart's a fantastic one that would be a lot of fun because people just making their own tracks i think is is would be so awesome 
Um, yeah, there was a game I played on the computer called Stunt Rally, where you basically, I mean, it was zoomed out a lot, so you weren't directly behind your car, um, but you got to make your own tracks within a certain kind of cube or allotment of land yeah and that one was a lot of fun you got boosts and things similar to mario kart yeah yeah nice nice i never played stunt rally i mean i tried to load it on my alienware and it did not work because it was required windows 95 oh yeah you need like an old school computer for that um huh interesting choices yeah i mean more star wars 3d platformers is would be would be super Mm -hmm. nice yeah all right, so thanks, Dean. Really appreciate you writing in. Uh, again, always taking listener questions. Happy to make the show better. So otakubrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Link in the show notes. Let's talk about E3 before we get into this. Again, I already said that not going to go into deep details. Um, wow, though, I was pretty underwhelmed this year. I don't think there were any jaw-dropping surprises like there's been in prior year. There were no Final Fantasy VII remake drops like nothing to that severity that just were making people cry um but what was shown i mean i think if i had to describe e3 in a few words it would be um underwhelmed but hopeful because i think there's a lot of great games on the horizon um and in the case of nintendo i think they very often at least in recent years really only want to show the next five to six months and then of course they have their little nintendo directs throughout the rest of the year so i think we'll probably get another nintendo direct before the end of the year, showcasing some of the games that we can expect um, February, March, April, May timeframe. So I think in that sense, um, it was pretty decent. I think there was a Microsoft, especially, you know, we were kind of really trashing them last episode. And I think they came out with really just guns blazing, just game after game after game. And I think in that sense, I was was happy for them, happy for Sony. Nintendo had a pretty good showing too. But um, let's get into our most anticipated games. I don't know if you ranked them or if you just kind of like, no, I just listed four because you watched or listened to yeah. most of them. I kind of just went recapped and um, maybe watched the trailers, what sounded interesting or what you would text me with like s- at least three exclamation points. I think if you put one or two, I was like, oh, okay, I might watch that trailer. Oh, yeah. No, I was, I mean, there were yeah, certain things that really got me excited. There were definitely a lot of exp- exclamation points and smiley faces. Yeah, yeah. So what were, uh, do you want to just, just name them off? So first. Elder Scrolls Six, obviously, that's probably my most anticipated. There's nothing really, they're still in pre-production, but mm-hmm. Skyrim or the sequel to Skyrim is coming. So yeah, it's good. I'm really excited about that one. Um, Smash, having all characters from all games, it's going to be amazing. And then having that dragony thing that you predicted, yeah, really. Samus. Can't believe I, yeah, I predicted that right. Yeah, I, I was really myself. shocked. Um, he looks really powerful, so hopefully he's um, balanced. Yeah. Um, and then Kingdom Hearts three, I didn't watch the, f- I didn't really in depthly watch the full trailer well you didn't miss much because the trailers apparently there were like significant audio issues so like when i was watching them i was working so i, w- I didn't have the audio like up super high mm-hmm. i was just doing what i was doing and so um plus i was i mean i was watching pete and pete was commentating while he was watching so um but apparently there were significant like like the audio like wasn't even working like apparently they were just buggy trailers um so that was weird i don't know what the deal is what that but um but yeah, from what you did see, I mean, were you impressed? Would you think? No, it looked really good. Yeah. Um, 
I'm excited. Yeah, when you were commenting about Pirates of the Caribbean, I didn't see that in the original one that I watched or the. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And then I went back and watched it. It looks amazing. Yeah, it looks really neat. It looks amazing. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited for that one. And then uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Mm-hmm. It hope I think it's going to just destroy Neo. I mean, because you have Dark Souls, um, those creators making a samurai. Um, basically, you have like this guy with his bone arm who comes back, and there's with that arm you have different like weapons or unique things. Mm-hmm. So you have that shield or like a grappling hook or like fireworks and stuff that you can use with that weapon. Yeah. So it's going to be a unique take, and it's a lot about parrying mm-hmm. and a kind of a new take, as Bloodborne was a growth or a reimagining of the Dark Souls, this will be another kind of take as well. Yeah. I'm just getting, I'm just, you're like hitting things and tapping things and picking up my mic. No hear this. Can you hear that? Yeah, he's picking up my mic. Oh, well, it's too sensitive. It's too sensitive. Crap your mic. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like getting super particular about the audio stuff now. I mean, I know some people, it might bug, not bug some people, but when I'm editing, I just, I get super, I don't know, just picky about it, so... I'm more laissez-faire. Yeah, that's okay. That's why I'm here. Uh, you can to pick apart. over attentive. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so for me, um, kind of go from five to one here. I, I rank five and I have some honorable mentions as well because um, just some games I want to talk about. So um, number five for me is Wolfenstein Youngblood. So this is, um, I was kind of confused what Bethesda was trying to communicate here, whether this is, I mean, it's it's not Wolfenstein 3, but the way they were explaining that this is the last one in this semi-trilogy of these new games because you had um, Wolfenstein, New Order, and then there was the Old Blood, which was kind of like this extended DLC for for New Order. And then you had New Colossus, which was Wolfenstein 2. And then there was some DLC for that, and this is Young Blood. So I feel like this is the Young Blood, or this is the um, Old Blood to Wolfenstein 2. Yeah. That makes sense? Just like an extended DLC. Yeah. But I think you essentially play as uh, BJ Blazkowicz's twin daughters in like the future or something like that. Of okay. course, in the future, uh, you know, I think he... Whether in the he, past? Whether he passed... Well, this game gets ridiculous with its timelines. It really does. If you've played the games or you're familiar with them, it really does get ridiculous. But um, I was really, really impressed with... I didn't play the the old school Wolfensteins or even Return to Wolfenstein, Castle Wolfenstein for the PS2 era, or um, there was like a 2008 Wolfenstein. I didn't play any of those, but um, the new one, New Order, and the new Colossus, I absolutely adored. They, just some amazing first-person shooting, and I'm not a huge first-person shooter fan, but um, the story I thought was intriguing, just good stuff. I want more of that. They're providing it next year, Wolfenstein Youngblood. Wolfenstein was the one that you played to get out of playing my top 10 games. Right, like Horizon. I, and that's stuff. pretty uh, <laughs> bold statement. I don't think I was playing anything to get out of anything. I was just I had put in eighty hours into Shadow of or yeah. Middle Earth Shadow of War, and I didn't want to play a sixty-hour Horizon Zero Dawn game. Yeah, I think okay. that's that's kind of how that went. Um, next game is similar. Perception is reality. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the next one is similar to your Shadows Die Twice, Ghost of Tsushima. So this is the. Um, the Sony exclusive, similar to that, set in feudal Japan. It looks more kind of action focused as opposed to, um, I mean, I, I feel like the From Software games are so their own thing. Yeah. Um, but Ghost of Tsushima is actually developed by Sucker Punch, and so 
Last Generation, I wasn't overly fond of them. The Infamous games, I just never really got into. Um, but the Electricity guy? Yeah. It, it's, like, very Spider-Man-like, but, yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I played the first one toward, to the end, and, um, I don't know. I just wasn't wowed by it. So I never played the second one, and I didn't play Second Son on PS4. Yeah, um, and I that was the fire guy. Was it? Okay. I think so. Yeah, I had no intention of I have no intentions of doing so. Um but what I do love that they've developed is the the um the Sly Cooper games, of course. And so I feel like this is gonna be a return to for, form for for them. Um just a completely new genre entirely. Um plus I hear there's stealth mechanics, and I'm a huge stealth guy. I played Dishonored one and two earlier in the year. Absolutely adore those games. And anytime you bring stealth into a game or um, a game gives you choice where you can play through the game as stealth. I'm really into that. So Feudal Japan, Samurai Stealth, I'm all about that. Number three for me was Spider-Man. Really needs no introduction. I just think that game looks absolutely phenomenal. Graphically, gameplay, gonna dethrone my love of Spider-Man 2, and I can't wait till it does. What did they add from the original kind of gameplay and trailer this um, time? I actually tried... Because it was the game, the trailer was playing, and I tried to actually not watch it because okay. I've already seen so much of it. Game Informer had their cover story on it. Like, I feel yeah. like I've already read enough. I don't really need more. Okay. Uh, I'm sure it was great. I mean, people were talking no, about it. The so. original kind of gameplay and stuff looked amazing. Yeah. So, so I have no doubt that I'm it just it, gonna go yeah. with that. Um, Smash Bros. Ultimate, I just, no introduction. I, it's going to make me buy a Switch. Not that other games weren't going to push me over the edge to begin with, but I think. I mean, this is it's just amazing that Sakurai, I mean, he didn't want to do I think he wanted to get out after Brawl. They brought him back for Smash 4 for Wii U, and then they brought him back again for Smash 5, and I think he's just like, listen, here's every character ever. <laughs> Let me go into permanent retirement. So I'm so happy that um he's he's on the um on the train for one more game, and this is definitely the definitive Smash Brothers. And then last but not least, no surprise, Kingdom Hearts 3 is my most anticipated game, January 29th already pre-ordered the limited edition um or the premium edition whatever what do you uh, get for that one i get an art book which is the most um enticing um how kind much of does it cost it was 79.99 oh, okay that's um date or day shipping or whatever it is like date releases i get it to my doorstep type of thing oh. um but i get yeah, an art book i get like a little collector's pin um like a cloth map or something like that and then um I don't even know, like, one, one other thing. The biggest thing for me was the art book. I just, that's, that's a huge, um, enticing collector's edition type thing. Yeah. Um, some other, like, quick honorable mentions that I want to talk about. Shadows Die, Die Twice was one of them. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I think, with this and Origins, is really kind of going to get me back on board for Assassin's Creed. I just think it looks amazing. Hollow Knight was a game that I think came out on Xbox last year, and it just looks like a really interesting, you're like a little, in, like a white insect knight like a knight in armor type of thing. And it's like a little 2D platformer. Graphically, it looks really interesting. It's a sequel to A Bug's Life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is when uh, Flick, is that his name? Yeah. I think it's Flick. Yeah. <laughs> Flick comes back from the dead. Or no, Hopper actually comes back from the dead. And he's he's back for <laughs> Flick. and He has armor and a, <laughs> a harder exoskeleton. Exactly. 
Um, no, but Hollow Knight forged in Mount Doom. See, there's this there's this point where Ryan and I will have a joke and we'll have this back and forth, and I'll be done and start talking again, and Ryan hops back in and <laughs> continues to beat the dead horse no, 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 of a no, joke. No. If there is a line, I shall cross it. <laughs> oh my word. Okay, so in any case, moving along, Hollow Knight looks just like a really fun 2D platformer. Um, it's like a very nightmarish world too. It's just it looks interesting, so I'm, I'm excited for that. And then. Such a weird game. So Nintendo's conference, of course, they spent too much time on Smash. But one game they opened up the show with was Damon or Dame. I think it's it's not Demon. It's like Damon Cross Machina. It was like this weirdo, super colorful, cell shaded mech game. Okay. And I'm not a fan of mech games like um, like Gundam and stuff like that. Um, has just never really appealed to me. Mm-hmm. But this game just looked super fast paced um intense and the art style specifically really grabbed me and so um definitely a game i'd want to check out i just thought it was so odd of all games that nintendo could open their show with they opened it with like this very japanese inspired weird niche game that really doesn't appeal to many audiences um but in any case it was still a game that i thought looked interesting and one that i'll definitely get down the line but i think those are all the games that i had um on my list so um we can get into the weirdo episode that yeah. this is. So we were trying to think, um, kind of going after E3, and we figured that everyone would be doing E3 for an extended period of time. And usually how our Friday nights consist, it's us recording, and then we play a bit of video games, and then we get to the point where we're super tired, so we go into like moral questions or like would-you-rather kind of thing. And... And we thought it would be fun if we came up with our own, like, would you rather questions or something along that line about nerdy stuff and then just go back and forth and basically do what we do on a Friday night anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going to be like super raw reactions here because Ryan and I have not shared these with each other. Um, and yeah, I mean, this is going to go as long or as short as it, it's going to go. I have 10. I think Ryan is 15. Um, I actually switched it up so every other question is either a would you rather or a this or that so to kind of break it up a little bit and so for the this or that question it's going to be very like you tell me this or that there's really going to be no follow-up discussion I don't think I mean there might be a little bit but I think the would you rathers are really going to allow us to to dig dive deeper into these like weirdo scenarios that him and I have created so yeah um, do you want to go first you want me to go first um, I can go first because right, so your... I have more. Yeah, answers. that's true. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, so would you rather go on a journey with the Fellowship or in Star Wars with Luke Skywalker? Um, yeah, so for me, this would definitely be the Fellowship, no question. Um, I, I don't, so do I... Do, I, do, do you to... hate Star Wars? That's... <laughs> Luke, you Sky- heard it here. <laughs> Luke Skywalker or Aragorn, bro? Like, get out of here. Gandalf. Yeah, I mean the whole crew, man. Like, yeah. come on. Um, boil them, stick them in a stew. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Yeah. Um, uh, I totally botched that. You I, did for the number of times that I've watched that video. But you're on air, man. It's what did you? T- you I did that earlier in an episode. What did you call it? it was like something anxiety or performance anxiety or something. I also said, or what is it? Psychology walls. When it's like psychological walls, I go back. And Dude, the audio was so bad you couldn't hear anyway. So it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um. But uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, definitely Lord of the Rings for me. No, yeah, I'm I'm definitely along the same lines. Um. Especially because where Luke became kind of this like hermity guy, he lost his appeal. Like mm-hmm. if I could do the 
original stories, maybe it's up like there. Like Return of the Jedi Luke type of thing? Yeah. Okay. Going through A New Hope and yeah. going through that. But Gandalf is awesome, and the world is just so large. Or the universe is so large mm-hmm. in Tolkien. Yeah. Um, his writing. So, yeah, I definitely want to go alongside Battle at Helm's Deep. Yeah, man. Yeah. Help Frodo get a, like, prosthetic finger. Yeah, poor guy. Man, Gollum just it's probably hard to write chewing it off. That hurt, man. Although I heard that it takes the same amount of force to bite into a carrot as it does to bite off your finger. Yeah. But it's just that... Of course, when you're trying to one would hurt more. Well, certainly that, (laughs) but even you'd be more hesitant to, of course, bite your finger off. So you wouldn't think, like, when you're biting into a carrot, like it's the same amount of force, you know? Yeah, I've never actually tried. Yeah, you know, I I have. I'm a sane human being. Yeah, I think that'd be. Yeah, we'd have other issues if that if you were doing that kind of stuff. But um, go ahead and do another one because you got 15. So, all right, would you rather have Danny Phantom or Beast Boy's powers? Nickelodeon versus Cartoon Network. Who's Beast Boy? Be- Teen Titans, man. I never watched it. This question's lost on you. He he could basically, he's a green dude who turns into any animal. Okay, so he's like an animorph. Yeah, except that he's not in a bunch of crappy books. Dude, those, the titles, <laughs> the, the covers to those books were so they cool, were though. They were amazing. Because it, like, showed, like, the yeah, human, like... during the book fairs, you got to see all of yeah. them. I didn't even, I didn't read the books, I didn't but either. you're like... It's the transition into the animals. Yeah. You're like, thought, oh, it's a bird this time. Yeah, that was so cool. Um, but I, I never read any of those books either. Um, you you watch Danny Phantom. Please say yes. I, okay, so... Not like, religiously. You you know his powers. If though. it was... Oh, no, I know who he is. I know his powers. But, like... Going ghost! Yeah. I didn't really watch it. I mean, I watched... You know, the same creator did uh, The Fairly Odd Parents, and I watched yeah. a lot more of that. I never watched Danny Phantom that much, though. Okay. Um, but if I had to choose, I mean, could this guy turn into any animal? Yeah. Okay, I'd be that like guy. Like a T-Rex was one of the other Yeah, ones. I'd be that guy. Okay. I would do Danny Phantom. Because what you like go into like a phantom universe almost. Like, it was just like this. No, like, you can go invisible, you can possess people. Um, Yikes. You can kinda... get, like, energy waves, like, more or less Kamehameha waves. Like... Your coworkers better like freaking. Yeah. Well, I like the idea of. I mean, I guess it's literally living in someone else's shoes. Like yeah. the, I mean, to understand how people, just other perspectives. Because yeah. I have to deal with like living as me all the time, and sometimes it gets boring. Oh come on! So like man. no no no, just it's a it'd be an interesting thought to be like. See how it's like to be followed by the paparazzi or like to be, I don't know, the opposite gender, you know, just that conceptually as a kid was interesting. Or no, that's, intriguing. that's fair. I was just giving you crap. Yeah. I want to walk a mile in someone else's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't we all? Yeah. I want to walk 500 miles like the, the proclaimers. I want to walk 500 miles and I would walk 500 more. Yeah, that's as far as I'm going to go. Something like that. <laughs> we can keep going. Um, yeah, I can. Yeah, I'll do another one until yeah, I just, get to like 10. Yeah, maybe? do that. Do that. Let's do that. Okay, so let's see. <laughs> yeah, this one. Would you rather watch Rose Tika's scene oh over and over gosh. again for six hours or watch Jar Jar on a loop for eight? Um, <laughs> hold on. Okay, so. Okay, so honestly. That line and that, like, No, I know. Look. Me, the real talk's coming out right now. I don't have that big of a problem with Jar Jar. Like, 
Is he annoying? <gasps> yeah, he's annoying. <laughs> but like people say like he is like satanic and like literally the worst thing that ever happened to Star Wars. He's really not. I mean, yeah, he's he's a pretty annoying character, but is he the worst thing in Star Wars ever? I think that's pretty uh That's Kylo Ren. A stretch. Whoa. <laughs> I just wanted to see your face on that one. Yikes. It was like a delayed reaction for like two seconds and then just this glare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Come on now. What a whiny little kid he is. Yeah, don't even go there. Um, yeah, definitely for me it's Jar Jar. But keep talking because I, I actually pulled up or I sent you the uh, the quote from Rose a couple of days ago. Yeah, you can't read most of that text that I responded um, no, I won't. Yeah. Um, all right. So this is what Rose says after she makes this stupid, stupid move saving Finn when he's trying to heroically save the day as he should have. She says, "By sacrifice." Yeah. That's how we're going to win. Not fighting what we hate, saving what we love. <laughs> yeah. Can you sense? Is it is it possible to censor what I sent you? Uh, yeah, I can do that. Okay. So. I said, and I sent that to you, and I said, in case you needed uh, some some motivation today. And I was at work. And yeah, that's and, what I got. And you said, effing Rose Tico, the poorly developed waste of screen time. You can't censor that one. <laughs> no. Also, what a horrible survival tactic. No wonder she has a janitor with no redeeming qualities. Go to technical school or get a effing weapon and join the fight for the rebellion. Yeah, I was irritated. <laughs> and I said, uh, what did I say back? I said, wow, clearly uh, I struck a wrong nerve with that. Or your job is kicking you in the nads today. Yeah. Happy hump day, bro. Almost podcasting day. This is like on Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, so I, I obviously don't like that scene. Um, I, I understand why Jar Jar is how he is. Because he, he, yeah, I just... I don't like his character and poop jokes. I guess they're going for kids, but I would rather watch Jar Jar for 24 hours than I would watch Rose Tika for like 15 minutes. So, yeah. No, I... Oh, my gosh. Rose Tika. She just has a taser. She doesn't know how to fire a gun. I don't... When did she learn how to fly a ship? Like, her sister at least was proficient at things catching and her sister's the one that died like in the beginning in the bomber scene right yeah and yeah. she has really good reflexes to grab that that was remote. pretty that's a cool scene yeah yeah um yeah yeah not a fan jar jar. Right. jar jar it is all right what's up what's the next one okay um would you rather have never played ocarina of time or kingdom hearts Ocarina, because it's my number two game, and Kingdom Hearts. I know. Is my I was thinking. I was like, game. "Is this one too easy?" But like, with all the, I was thinking with all the experiences and stuff, mm -hmm. like around it, it's still. Yeah, I mean, because my experience playing Kingdom Hearts one, of course, was in my mom's hair salon, and Ocarina of Time was watching your uncle, right? And while playing with with my uncle was really an unforgettable experience, and I I, I really enjoy those memories. Um, yeah, I definitely wouldn't trade the Kingdom Hearts just because my sister watched me and just our love of Disney, you know, just going through those worlds together was really something that I'll never be able to replicate. I wouldn't want to, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, De Kingdom Hearts would definitely be the one for me. Yeah, I did not. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. The question was, would you rather not play? So Ocarina of Time would be the one for me, but yeah. You yeah. 
We don't even know. We need to yeah. even answer this question for you. Huh. I really well, considering love I the- hate Ocarina of Time. <laughs> yeah. And the water temper. No, um, yeah. It's definitely, I would rather have never played Ocarina of Time. Yeah. And Because Kingdom Hearts isn't half bad. And number three is going to be amazing. Yeah, it is. All right, man. It'll be interesting to see if that takes one by uh, storm for your Oh, list. for me? Yeah. And I think it's very possible. I mean, um, I'll tell you what. They put a Star Wars world in there, no question. Yeah, I was actually, I was trying to think of a question about, would you rather have a Star Wars world or, like, all of the worlds in the past game? Kind of like how Melee, or oh, Ultimate, yeah. okay. like, would you rather leverage the Star Wars world and what that would actually be, yeah. or have at least one of every one of the worlds that you had previously played? Yeah, I think for me, it, it'd really come down to, to quality over quantity. Um, and I, I'd rather have the Star Wars world just because a lightsaber keyblade would just freaking blow my mind. If they could have it that you could scale, like, because the design, some of them look awesome, and then some of them don't. I mean, they don't look as awesome as, like, Oblivion or, like, the Ultimate Keyblade. Yeah. If you could have, like, scale or, like, improve the stats of your keyblade so that if there was a Star Wars world, you could improve that and use a lightsaber always. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing. Yeah, I'd be all about that. I mean, yeah, for me personally, <laughs> it'd definitely be uh, Star Wars World. Well, that wasn't a question, though. That was We were just hypothetical. Yeah, thing. that was my hypothetical trying yeah. to brainstorm what that question would have been. Yeah. Um, all right, so wait, do you have another? I have what do you 10 add? more. Um, How many have you done so far? Four. Okay, so do I one. have one more. Could do one more. Um, so would you rather do handheld or a console? Oh, man. Um, it's a hard one. Yeah. It it really depends <laughs> the time of my life because, no, oh, even that. I mean, because, like, my Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance SP, you know, having that back in the day and just link cable trading with friends and just the phenomenon that was, you know, the original Pokemon games. I don't, man, that's... <laughs> I think I'd, I'd say console just because it's, it's easier to play together and like the N64 and the memories I have playing with my, my sister and my dad and just my friends. And then you get into the PS2 and that console is my favorite console of all time. Um, and even even current gen con- uh, generation consoles, not being able to play Elder Scrolls 6. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could play, there's an Elder Scrolls game on the N-Gage, which is a phone handheld system. Oh. Yeah. So, I guess I could play an Elder Scrolls game on handheld, but <laughs> it wouldn't be as good as uh, yeah. Elder Scrolls. 6, Probably Morrowind sure. now on handheld. Yeah, it's pretty much kind of what that is. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd definitely be, be con- home consoles for me. Yeah, I think I'm the same kind of progressing from handhelds with the original Game Boy Color into like a PS4 now. Yeah, um, for the same reasons that you did. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably I like having. I mean, if I'm going to put hundreds of hours into these games, I'd like to be... I mean, the same reason they do lobbies and things, so you can show off your new gear and stuff like that. Um, if you're going to put it in, you want to have some that return. Um, yeah. So yeah. having a, being able to buff up your character on a platform like a PS4, like Monster Hunter, if you get a rare monster drop, mm-hmm. being able to show that off and kind of... I don't know. It's not really an investment that's... But, yeah, I, I like the console 
for sure. Yeah, no, I think More me so. too. All right, so my questions are weird. Okay. At least this first one. And so let me do a little bit of explaining about this. So this is essentially, think of it, and you might get this from the question itself, but I'll read it and then I'll, I'll explain. Would you rather be Batman living in Amish country or Spider-Man living in Hawaii? So think of it like this. You're essentially not going to be able to use the intended powers of the super their superhero. Because it, Batman that, is so freaking lame, though. I would want to be Spider-Man, regardless of my location. Batman, he has no powers. He's like a smart billionaire. Batman, How the, hey. would he face freaking Superman? Gosh, you got like really upset. No, I, this. it irritates the cru- DC is just these a bunch of overpowered characters stuck in a universe. What? Okay, you can kryptonite Superman. Well, but he could punch through you at any freaking time. Okay. He's actually never beaten him in the comics. Dude, take a chill pill. Okay, so... No. All right, so Spider-Man. <laughs> well, let's talk about this, because Tony Stark is just a rich billionaire that's smart and makes stuff. Yeah, but he's a sarcastic... Uh, yeah, censor. But, I mean, I'm just saying, like... Uh, you... No, no, at the same time, that's... Uh, yeah, Iron Man is not my favorite because of the same reasons that batman's lame all right guys i struck a real nerve with ryan over here he like (laughs) literally veins were popping out of his head he's getting red he's sweating in the face yeah he almost jumped out of his chair like no it's i i don't understand the fascination with and then the new guy whoever plays the new batman well ben affleck get out of here he's just lame now even more lame but like you can't tell me that you didn't enjoy the Dark Knight movies. Oh, it sounds like either Fat Albert or like Tool Time Tim. Ho, ho, ho. You know, he just has. I I don't know. I it's all right. Well, I'm gonna cool. let, I'm gonna let you sit with that for a while. Spider Man, take a deep breath. Spider Man, my gosh, wow. What about you? <laughs> I mean, I'd be Spider Man too, but I don't freaking hate Batman. I mean, I love Batman as a superhero, as a character. I mean. Watch Batman in the animated series and tell me you don't like Batman. Okay. I, I, I can. Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill as the Joker. Yeah, no, Mark. I did watch a few with Mark Hamill just for Mark Put your Hamill. face in the mic. Okay. I did yeah. watch a few. <laughs> yeah, seriously. My gosh. Like, no. Dude, Batman in the animated series, and then we'll come back and have a, a podcast I did. Episode. He did look cool. I was looking at something in like him as a samurai, like a ninja. I think I sent you something like that. Yeah, that's just like fan art. Yeah, which is cooler than the original art. This I have, I have a lot of teaching. This this <laughs> yeah. young Padawan over here that yeah. doesn't even well, know. Well, with great power comes great responsibility, and Batman has no powers. All right, what's He's your, lame. What's your next question before okay. I get sick? Would you rather pod race or fly in the Falcon? Pod race. Really? Yeah. Why? Um... I think it's more exciting. Um, I think that, I mean, I guess, you know, when you're in space, you're racing essentially against enemies that are shooting at you. Um, you can't do the Kessel Run in a pod. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. My, my gut reaction there was pod racing, which is why I said pod racing. I just feel like that would be more exciting, more um, 
thrilling. I feel like I die like yeah. within the first like half a mile. Like adrenaline, adrenaline fueling. Like it like, would just be super intense and crazy. I mean, essentially, it would be the NASCAR equivalent to what we have here. Yeah, which except I, through caves. I hate NASCAR. Let's just put that on the table. But it's so boring. Oh, it's terrible. Let's go in a loop for an hour and a half. I mean, that's essentially what. A few times. But you have uh, Tuscan Raiders shooting at you. So, I mean, it gets it gets pretty heated. You know, you have high life insurance. Yeah. So I don't know. For me, I, would my, that be considered dying on the job? Do they get double the life insurance payout if you die in a pod race? I have no idea. Nationwide. Fill us in. <laughs> Nationwide is on your side. Unless you're pod racing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, pod racing for me. Okay. I would probably, I don't know. I really love the pod racing kind of scenes in the first one, but I would probably have to go with the Falcon. Um, not for any good reason. I just, I would die. And I don't, some of the scenes from the originals, they stuck with me more so. I mean, I don't think you really need a reason to go on the Falcon it's or the choose Falcon, the Falcon. It's the Falcon, for freak's sake. Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, no, I think that's that's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's fine. It's just a disappointing answer. <laughs> you said it's so, like, oh, this, this child over here. Yeah, no, so next one for me is a this or that. So okay. um, this is either going to be late 90s... This or that. Are you done? <laughs> yeah. Are you done? Yeah. All right. This is either going to be late 90s, early 2000s Nickelodeon. So st- stop talking. Just don't talk. Let me finish. I, I didn't All right. say anything yet. So this is either going to be like, you know, your Rugrats, Hey Arnold, Wild Thornberries, Double Dare, Legends of the Hidden Temple type stuff. Okay. Or late 90s, early 2000s Disney Channel. So this is your smart guy. This is your... Um, smart house. S- sister, sister... Uh, Boy Meets World, and then those Disney original movies, The 13th Year. Liz um, McGuire and the, like, Liz Raven. Liz McGuire, That's So Raven. Some of that, yeah, that, that gets more into, like, the early to 2005-ish era. But, yeah, all that kind of stuff versus classic Nickelodeon. Rugrats, Wild Thornberries. Disney, Disney. Really? I never really watched Nickelodeon. Well, you guys weren't allowed to for a lot of it, too. Yeah. I mean, the Rugrats, yeah. Yeah, we weren't, we weren't really allowed to watch nickelodeon that much that's fair <clears throat> we are censored we are less censored now yeah no i uh, <laughs> or at all clearly my gosh um, so me it would def- i'm censored by your beeps <laughs> exactly that's the only way thanks rusty you're just keeping me in the ground yeah so for me um it would definitely be nickelodeon i mean really oh not not even a question i okay. mean the only the only show out of all of those that I'd really want to go back to or continue to watch is Boy Meets World. I mean, I love Sister Sister. Some of those original Disney movie That's channels are so raven. Nah, nah. I mean, the, did I going lo- back and watching? Did it's I cringy now? Well, yeah, but did I enjoy those shows? Come or growing up, yeah. I actually, had a crush on what was her girlfriend's name? Uh, Ch- Charlie or I know who you're talking about. Red haired girl. Red. It was like redish. Was hair. it? Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, her. I had like a little crush on her, or whatever. Um, but. But yeah, like, I mean, I literally have the complete series of Wild Thornberries and Hey, hey Arnold. And you have Zoe 101 on DVD. What? No. <laughs> I saw it in your collection. What are you talking okay. about? Okay, full disclosure, that is a lie. <laughs> I will not lie, though. <laughs> Turned bright red. <laughs> I will not lie. I definitely had a huge crush on uh, Jamie Lynn Spears going up, too. Yeah. Um, who didn't? Come on, now. Um, then she got kicked She's off the show. 13-year-old? Yeah. I was, like, 12... 
okay, yeah. 10 at the time it came out. Yeah, so she got I, kicked off because she was pregnant, right? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, no, Hey Arnold, Rugrats, Wild Thornberries, um, even early SpongeBob. I mean, the first three uh, seasons of SpongeBob are absolutely golden. I did like SpongeBob a lot. Yeah. Um, and that's palatable now, like still. Early SpongeBob. Yeah. It gets pretty cringy as you get into the later seasons. Yeah, I um, agree. But, uh, but yeah, that was my second question. Okay. Okay, this is kind of a censored take on a game. Okay, okay. don't sit sideways either, because like you were like sitting sideways talking to the wall. The wall ha- doesn't like Batman as well. Okay, so, so yeah. Yeah, so Kiss Mary or Sarlacc Pit. All okay. Right? It's, a, it's a censored take on a game. Yeah. Belle, Jasmine, Leia. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, Kiss... Mary or Sarlacc Pit. Yeah, well, they'll be di- digested for a thousand years. Okay. Um, I'd marry Belle. Okay. No doubt. I, yeah. Um, gosh, this is... So- Who do you want to die forever? <laughs> I know. Um, I'd... Kiss... Oh, man. Luke the- did it. <laughs> yeah yeah he did um man this is really tough i don't uh, i want to say jasmine i'd kiss and i'm really sorry leia um young leia not like 60 year old no Fisher. that's just wrong um yeah yeah i would i would kiss jasmine and um hesitantly and very Sorrowfully, you can join Boba and they yeah. could have a wedding down there. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, that'd be my my, my picks. How about you? Uh, yeah, Mary Bell, and then it was originally Leia was gonna be um, Ariel, which I felt like is a really easy pick. You're gonna kill Ariel because she's a fish, and you could feed a fish to the Sarlacc pit. Well, and that's I mean, a courtesy not, killing. Not if she it gets her. She's like a genetic mutation. You, you're taking her out of her misery. No, but I'm saying like in the end of the Little Mermaid, she goes to the to land with or Prince Eric. Yeah, but redheads are crazy. Redheads are very attractive. That's true, but the only ones I've ever met are crazy. So. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, personal bias there. Okay. Um, so I'd probably do uh, kiss Leia and kill Jasmine. Okay. But I take Jasmine's tiger. Oh, Raja. Yeah. Dude, that guy, man, he just looks like a big old cuddle monster. Yeah. Just like a big marshmallow. I've seen some really cool, um, what is it? What is that website with all the art on it? Well, I guess it, it, Etsy? No, it's, um, well, I guess it was on Pinterest as well. Um, but like a realistic version of that with like a baby tiger and Jasmine. Nice. Looked really good. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about so- you? What's your next one? So my next one is, would you be a skilled swordsman? Like, okay, so take us back to like the Renaissance era when swords and bows were like the main form of combat. Okay. Would you rather be a skilled swordsman like Aragorn or a skilled bowman like Legolas? Hmm. Hair not included. Oh, well, that makes it hard. (laughs) (laughs) I'd still do a bowman. Yeah. Yeah. I, what, I'm danger adverse, right? Yeah. I, I'd rather feel be far like away. I'd rather, at least if someone's running at me, I could dodge them, I guess if I were Legolas, and then jab my arrow in their face. 
but or if like, you had like little tiny swords, like or him. little tiny swords. But like Aragorn, he's always at the highest liability for death. Yeah. No, I, I yeah. I mean, of course, my you're Aragorn, so yeah. I want that, but I have a similar mindset to you in the fact that like I'd also kind of rather be yeah shooting arrows from afar. But I cannot not say skilled swordsman. So for yeah. me, it'd be skilled swordsman. Because you'd be cheating on Aragorn if exactly. you chose Legolas. Ego, man. Never yeah. taking it back. Never going back. All right. What is your next one? Uh, my next one, would you rather be fire, water, earth, or airbender? Because um, I just watched Avatar, so I figured I'd ask that Yeah. One. See, I'm, I'm kind of far removed from the show at this point, having watched it. So I... Water... Okay. Yeah, I mean... You have not seen it in a while, have you? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I don't have a, a big preference, I guess. I'd probably do air. Okay. Just to fly around. Yeah. New perspective on things. That's fair. Yeah. One of the... Uh, I was looking at this chart and one of the alternate... So, like, with water bending, the next kind of progression in that you're, is... You're tapping yeah, again. Is, like, blood bending. Mm-hmm. And then... Earth bending goes to metal bending and sand bending. And then, what's the other one? Um, fire goes to lightning. Mm-hmm. Um, so air went up to, like, distorting reality, like gravity, hmm. with, like, pressure and stuff, which would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine if, like, Aang was just throwing black holes at people? <laughs> yeah. How's that? Fun. You just got crushed, Zuko. Yeah. That would be pretty neat. Yeah. Um, next, my next one. Yeah. So this is another this or that. So and I'm sorry, my upstairs neighbors are loud. So apologize if you guys can hear any noise or water running up there, or any of that fun stuff. But anyways, uh, my next one is either the Kanto region from the original Pokemon games okay. or the Hoenn region. This isn't necessarily, this is Ruby Sapphire. Okay. So not necessarily living there, but maybe just like your favorite generation. Hmm. My favorite generation of, like, Pokemon, which I'm guessing or assuming would be in those region, would yeah. be the first one. Yeah. No, yeah, me too. By far. It's um, it's always going to go first generation because it's the original and that's what we started out with and all that hype. Yeah. And then the second, which is still awesome. Yeah. And I, then you the know, third. And I, I almost want to get the Let's Go Pokemon Switch, whatever, just because I want to almost just explore Kanto again and... If they're bringing that, I really feel like it's less likely for us. I thought that was the cross between Go and, like, a handheld. Well, it's going to be on Switch. So you take your Switch around? <clears throat> you you would take that little Pokeball thing around. Okay. Um, I don't think you take... I mean, you, you can take your Switch wherever and play it, but I don't, I don't think it has the same functionality where you, you're like, holding it yeah, up and data. you're seeing the whatever. Okay. Um, I'll have to rewatch that trailer yeah, to but understand how it works. I, I, I'd want to explore Kanto again, especially if it's looks better. Yeah. Um, it's just the whole mechanic of just, just catching Pokemon and not battling. It just makes me kind of turned off from it. But um, but for me, I mean, just to get to my question, Kanto, no doubt. Yeah, I so, think that's a pretty easy choice. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited about my next my next question. So go ahead and what's your next? Would you rather join the Empire or the Rebellion? The Rebellion. I would join the Empire. Yeah, I know you would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll see you on the battlefield. Yeah, exactly. Um, so my next question is an interesting one, okay? So let me get a quick read of it. All right. Um, 
It's a paragraph and a half. No, so it's good. Okay, so would you rather only play games that came out from Skyrim 2011 and before, okay, mm. or retain the memories that you have playing games now in the in the past, okay, you still have those memories, you, from this day forward... You're hitting the table. On accident. <laughs> You're sitting there, like, tapping and... I know. Tapping and dancing I'm over there. I'm fidgety. Um, or would you rather... Play no games currently again. Retain the memories. Wait until Elder Scrolls Six comes out. Play every game from Elder Scrolls Six on into forever, as long as you're alive. I would do the second option. You'd play Elder, so you play no more games starting today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Elder Scrolls Six forward. So if Bloodborne Two came out next year, which it's not, you'd forego that. No, I I took that into consideration. <laughs> I, I gave you my answer. Yeah. No, I. I mean, I don't think I played many video games for maybe a couple years until I started rooming with Ben and Rick. Yeah, that's fair. So I was completely fine not playing those games. I just got a new hobby. Um, but I would want, regardless, I'd want to retain my memories of all the past games I'd played. Yeah. Um, but to hop back in and play exponentially more defined or refined graphics and gameplay in two years and ha- not having that anything four, four years i, I thought it was 2020 no right? oh my gosh i don't the think new skyrim starfield probably won't even it's coming out next year late next year i doubt it i think that'll probably be like a spring summer game of 2020 and i think skyrim is gonna be like 21 okay so we're saying late 20 i have to not play games for four years yeah just just as an assumption i mean skyrim's in pre-production they have it there's nothing except for storyboards probably and they've mapped out maybe where the game's going to take place stuff like that but Mm. um yeah i mean that that game's far off okay yeah I'd, i'd still that wouldn't change my decision okay that's fair everything would be exponentially greater and i wouldn't have the progression so it's like not seeing someone for a large amount of time you see that exponential growth or evolution to that larger change instead of seeing the incremental smaller changes yeah and again there's probably a lot of shock and awe there's probably a lot of people out there like oh rusty i'll just get the new nintendo console and do the i'll either hack it and get all previous games or like uh, this is not taking into consideration see generally Okay. Let me finish. I'll let you finish. This is not taking into consideration like virtual console or um, uh, what are those things called? Uh, ROMs or anything like that. This is just bare bones, the console, the games that you can play and buy in the store for that console. Not past, you know, ROMs, virtual console. None of that's being taken into consideration into this question. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. You generally deal with black and whites and I'm generally like 50 shades plus of gray. So, well, no, I mean, with the question, with this, no, with your questions, I, yeah, because I there's people the, out there that are saying, oh, I know, was definitely thinking that I was like, how do I get the loophole to get around this? Yeah, no, um, I want to make sure that that was clarified. Yeah, I would secretly and not answer to it, but I'd rom the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I would, what about you? Uh, for me, it'd actually be the first I would, it's tough because that means I'll never play Kingdom Hearts three. Um, but how good is it going to actually be? Oh, it's going to be great. But, <laughs> um, I don't think that I could, 
you know, live the rest of my life knowing that I couldn't play Diddy Kong Racing with my kids or show my kids Kingdom Hearts 1 or um, Super Mario 64, Super Mario Galaxy on the Wii, um, just all these phenomenal games that I have such cherished memories with. And granted, I could also have very memorable experiences playing games like Kingdom Hearts 3, but I just, I don't, I don't think that I'd want my kids to play the older games first and not start with Elder Scrolls Six, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's that's why I would choose. What I'd I would never choose. get to expose my six year old to a Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. It's like we grew up with phones that like flip phones and like cord phones that had cords as a novel concept. And like floppy disks, and the kids nowadays just come in with this technology that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I that would potentially be a problem, but you could still. I don't know if they'd be under the same universal laws as this question, but they'd yeah. be able to still reference those games. Yeah, and, and the pro- I would teach them or be freaking sure that they understood the progression and the charm of the older stuff you get like a little whiteboard out and yeah right here joe here you're gonna love these games even though you can't play them because i made a like a deal with the devil that i can't play games until four years from now yeah that's fair poor joe um <laughs> it was yeah it's child, a very hostile <laughs> child rearing at its yeah. finest yeah. um yeah all right so what is your next question then um would you rather get sucked into jumanji or jurassic park that's a good one. Um, I think Jurassic Park because, wow, dinosaurs are amazing. And <laughs> granted, I might only last <laughs> three or four <laughs> hours, if that. But wow, would it be amazing to be eaten by, by a T-Rex or something? <laughs> my life would be fun. I'd like. I'd have like an autograph book and like walk up to him and be like, can you sign my book, please? In my blood. Yeah. <laughs> As you puncture my lung and yeah. devour me in yeah, a Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, yeah, no, I, I, dinosaurs, you, you can't get around that. See, ideally, amazing. I'd think Jeff Goldblum would be there with like a Jeep and just be waiting for me. <laughs> this goofy guy. Just be like, Rusty, hop in the back, man. The water's, <laughs> the water's rumbling. They're yeah. coming. <laughs> and we watch our friends get eaten on toilets. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. It'd be terrible. But, uh. Sneezed on. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum would come in for me. He'd be coming strong. Yeah. Save the day. Um, that's a good one. Yeah. You said, you said. Jurassic Park, then? Yeah, okay. most definitely. Um, N64 or GameCube? Oh. oh. Probably GameCube. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really have too many games for the N64. Yeah. I think I had, like, one of the Star Wars games. Um, I had the original Smash, obviously, because you had to have that one. Um, and then I had Mario 64. Yeah. Um, but then sunshine was just such a great game on the gamecube yeah no. you had melee which is probably the best of the smashes yeah um those games had a lot of charm and then there's a the new star- one of the star wars ones mm-hmm. um a few of them so yeah i would definitely go with the gamecubes plus the tiny little discs they're yeah, adorable the, you can't yeah you can't pass up those tiny little gamecube discs they are adorable um I would pass them up though because uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can, but yeah, yeah, uh, because the N sixty four is a console that now. Granted, there's tons of GameCube games I still haven't played. I'm sure there's a lot of gems out there, but um, for me, like I was just talking about with the N sixty four, 
way too many cherished memories, way too much nostalgia. There's still dozens of games on the system that I could probably still look out for, buy, and absolutely love, even to this day, even if the, the graphics are a little bit claymation-like and, and pretty choppy. Because you've played a lot more of the N64. Oh, yeah. Like GoldenEye and your Perfect Dark and yeah. all those, like, Banjo-Kazooie. Beetle Adventure Racing, Diddy yeah. Kong Racing, yeah. Donkey Kong Yeah, I never 64, played those. NFL Blitz. So. I could go on all day with the N64. Yeah. Donald Duck going quackers. DuckTales. <laughs> 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 wrong game but you know yeah. sort of in the same family yeah. or something uh what's your next one okay would you rather be goku or vegeta goku really i like vegeta more but i'd rather be goku i actually yeah i love vegeta's character and he's a lot more he has more depth to him than goku goku yeah. never changes or lives. he's one-dimensional he's very one-dimensional yeah and Vegeta actually has a personality and an arc yeah. to him. No, I like Vegeta. I mean, especially uh, when he first comes to Earth and then later on. He yeah. Like him now and like their relationship with Goku is really cool. Yeah. Um, I Yeah, for Goku's power and stuff, um, but as a character, Vegeta. So then as a follow-up, okay. Bulma or Chi-Chi? Oh, Bulma. <laughs> yeah. Chi-Chi never shuts the heck up. Yeah. I mean, even Bulma can get a little mouthy sometimes, but... It's sass, Chi-Chi, not like, just annoyance. Yeah. I mean, I think Bulma has, like, a, a charm to her. She just seems like a fun person. Yeah. And Chi-Chi, there just seems like no redeeming qualities about her at all. Lots of studying and being in, yeah. like, no training. Like, let and... Gohan and go out and have some fun. Play with, like... Yeah, he killed self. Yeah. Until he got cocky, and then he killed his dad. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... But yeah, Goku did heal Cell though. So. Uh, um, he gave him a sensu bean, like a jerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because he wanted it to be fair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't like, play oh, by the world's the... gonna die, but it's cool. Let's make we it don't fair. play by the rules here, Goku. Come on, come on. Yeah. Um. So this is a fun one. I think this might spark some good discussion. Is would you rather live in the world of Pokemon or live in the world of Harry Potter? To be honest, that's exactly, like, really close to my next question. Okay, okay. Um, Harry Potter, that's a hard one. Um, as fun as magic would be, I feel like the wizards in Harry Potter had, like, they had to send freaking owls instead of, like, just picking up a cell phone and calling each other. Yeah. Like, a lot of the stuff that they missed... I don't know, the muggle way of life. I would still, I would do Pokemon um, for sure. I don't know if I'd start my journey when I was 10. Yeah, that seems way young. And yeah. It, like, can you imagine leaving your house, leaving your parents, leaving everything? But where did you get the money it costs to go capture monsters? Did you get like $900 every time you beat someone, then you send some home No, they're Poke dollars and they trip. I watched Dude, I'm this, just giving you crap. I know. <laughs> I watched the calculation. Ryan's going to be like, no, you don't <laughs> understand. I got an Excel spreadsheet no, on no, this. No, no, no. It translates to yen, and then you translate that to dollar, and you're actually just in debt. Um, yeah, but Pokemon would be a lot of fun if I was financed and could eat food besides ramen. Yeah. Yeah, that's a... Yeah. And they had Brock to cook for me. Yeah, man. He's a good cook. Um, I think I would definitely pick Pokemon as well, uh, but... But I also, it's such a tough choice because the world of Pokemon is, or I'm sorry, Harry Potter is just so interesting. And just going to Hogwarts, just being able to go to Quidditch matches with your friends, exploring the castle, 
Um, even just dying have, to Fluffy. Yeah, having downtime to just explore the grounds, go to Hagrid's, Cruise just to the Yaddis people. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you seriously rain on every comment. I on. know. <laughs> I can't have one moment here, folks. I know. It's getting real old, bro. We're gonna. Oh man, we're gonna talk after this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. No. Um, yeah, no. I uh, Harry Potter is definitely a close second. It's so hard to choose, but. Um, Love me my Pokemans. So would you rather have as like a companion Ron or Hermione? Um, Like as a friend or like, I mean. Uh, yeah, I guess that's. Because I mean. You'd obviously want Hermione as like a questing partner because she's not. Yeah. She has some intelligence to her. Well, yeah, but she's But like as a brilliant. friend. Yeah. Sure, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's a less. Uh, I don't know. I mean. I mean, I think Harry and Ron's friendship is, you know, kind of irreplaceable. I mean, they are best friends, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I I don't even know if I can answer that because you can't break up the trio. Like, you just can't break that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's tough. Hmm. Do you think you could marry Ginny after she tried to kill you with a book her first year? <laughs> well, to be fair, it was Tom Riddle that was, like, possessing Oh, uh, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Plus, I mean, redheads. I told you about that. I mean, crazy, <laughs> crazy. Ginny, no, Ginny's great. Also brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. My next question was Pokemon versus Star Wars universe. Oh, okay. Wow, that's super tough. Yeah, I figured that you know because I definitely thought about Harry Potter versus Pokemon. I think at that point I would choose Star Wars. Yeah. Um, but it's still tough. You no, know, it, it yeah. Um, and I think Star Wars, Harry Potter, I'd still choose Star Wars. Um, but I mean, all, I mean, all three worlds are ideal. I mean, I mean, seriously. Better than this one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, that's why we play video games, right? That was our answer. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I would, I would do Star Wars as well. I do have a follow-up question, though. Which starter would you choose? If you, I guess for your question, being in Pokemon, where we both chose Pokemon. Charmander. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because of Charizard? Uh, I just love Charmander. I mean, I just think he's adorable. Yeah, because you have him on your shirt. Yeah, exactly. Okay. He's in a little VV costume. Would you allow him to evolve? Um... Or would you have two of them? Yeah, I'd probably and have... love the Charmander more and neglect the Charizard. Precisely. <laughs> yeah. Charizard, get out of the ball. We need to fly somewhere. <laughs> yeah. You're at HM. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what would you choose? I would probably do Charizard as, or Charmander as well. Yeah. Um, because you love... I love dragons. Yeah. I mean, I think that's... Ha ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, but Charizard's always... I would... Probably hope he's less of a jerk than Ashes, and yeah. I wouldn't abuse him like he was like neglected or left behind by his previous trainer. That's such a sad. It was episode. so sad, and then when he let him go or like live at the Charizard Reserve. Oh yeah, yeah, that was sad as well. Um, but yeah, because you go back and they're like that stupid kids like bragging about it at the Pokemon Center, like oh yeah man, he's just sitting out in the rain or whatever, and it's just like. Bro, his tail's about to go out, and then Ash and Misty yeah. and Brock run out. They're taken under the. Yeah. Thinking that of like as a dog, that's yeah. just so sad to think like bragging about leaving a dog. But the th- equivalent of to think that it happens. Yeah, like that's 
not uncommon. Yeah. They're really ridiculously well, mean people. Sad. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to something happier. So yeah. Skyrim or Oblivion? I know your answer. Uh, actually, it's harder than you'd think. I put way more time into Oblivion. I did, too. I did. Yeah. Um, but I do like Skyrim better yeah. playing it back through. Like, going back and playing Oblivion, I can't. Yeah, I think if they remastered Oblivion for current-gen consoles, I think I'd like Oblivion more. Yeah. Um, but I'm with you that I spent more time in Oblivion. It's more vibrant. It looks more alive. Skyrim's mm-hmm. kind of very dark and gray for the most part. Um, more realistic less con there's lower contrast yeah for sure definitely um but but yeah skyrim i mean to me it's just a much better game there's so much more options there's it's a big not that always like a bigger world is necessarily better but i feel like it is more interesting i mean every dungeon in oblivion looked the same every cave you went into was like literally the same the paths might be different but it looked the same in skyrim it's all unique and i think that's Certainly a feat in and of itself. Um, and plus, like we were saying, dragons. I mean, dragons are interesting. Yeah. And I felt like the main crux of Oblivion's story wasn't as interesting. You went into like these portals and... Closing Oblivion gates. Yeah, it just wasn't super fun. Because wasn't it like one of the archmage wizard guys at the end who turns into like a demon or yeah. prince from Oblivion? Something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it took me a long time to actually play through the main story of Oblivion. I did... I went and did like all the other side quests and stuff before yeah. I did story, which I kind of did the same thing in Skyrim, but, um, but yeah. Yeah. I think Skyrim, um, I, I love that they got rid of the jumping skill and like the running skill oh, from yeah. Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm, I like finishing everything. So, um, I found out efficient ways to level up my characters, but the run one was just purely running. Like, you could level it up faster by swimming. Yeah. But I'm not going to spend, like, 20 hours swimming to try to um, get to level whatever. But there was a level cap, and I found a way to beat the level cap. So I was, like, level 52, and 50 was the level cap. That was another thing about Oblivion is that the enemies, I'm pretty sure they scaled with you. Mm -hmm. So, like, even if you leveled up, it didn't really matter. Do they endlessly scale with you? I think that's the case. I mean, correct me, someone, if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that like if you're lo- if you go and fight the rats again, like they're gonna be like level twenty with you. That's cool because everything in Skyrim hits a cap except for I think the final boss. Okay, uh, I just don't like that. Like I think the purpose of a game like that is to grind, level up, get new gear, and then go and slaughter things. I yeah. I do like that the, they took out the final sk- or the like the finite skills, like the hard skills that you chose at the beginning, mm-hmm. like that clearly defined your character, and allowed you to pick throughout the your gameplay what you wanted to level up. Yeah, opposed to being confined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, yeah, that's all I have for that question. If you want to go into your next, okay. Uh, would you rather have a Keyblade, a Master Sword, or a Lightsaber? Lightsaber, not even a question. Really, compared to a Keyblade? Nah. With all I mean, the perks of opening, mm. like, those hearts in the sky? No, I mean, I love, door. I love the idea of Kingdom Hearts and having a Keyblade and just the way that they kind of interweave that into the storytelling. Um, but as a as a main weapon, Lightsaber, hands down. Give me a break of that Kit Kat bar, bro. Like, <laughs> I was expecting more kickback on that one. No, not a chance, man. Yeah. A no. wand, Pokemon, like, dude, I want a lightsaber. lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm I'm the exact same way. It lightsaber is the pinnacle of weapons. Mm-hmm. Just a plasma sword that can cut through. Yeah, it's a lightsaber for sure. What color lightsaber? Um, I actually love purple. Really, I do. My We're grandma Windu. has yeah. My grandma, it's her favorite color, and I don't know. Ever since I was like like a dark purple, yeah, or a light purple. Uh, kind of like a darkerish, like okay. I guess maybe a, a tinge darker than Mace Windu. Okay. Um, that'd be really cool. Yeah, like I would say, like blue and red are and purple are like kind of like my three favorite colors. Um, but I wouldn't want to be red because I wouldn't be a Sith Lord. Um, yeah, I but don't I mean, see you as a Sith Lord. That aside, I mean, um, yeah, purple probably for me. That'd be cool. Um, I'd probably want. I really like orange. Orange would be pretty cool. Orange would be really cool. Um, better like the black one. Yeah. From Force Unleashed. Yeah, that'd be pretty neat. Yeah. Um, good stuff. That's a good question. I like that. Um, you have any Because they're very iconic weapons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's like, or Cloud's weapon. Yeah, his sword's Except sweet. there's no way we'd be able to hold it. Yeah. Like, he has some serious upper body muscle, yeah. man, to wield that shoulders on that guy yeah my (laughs) gosh jacked up or even like thor's hammer yeah what is it like man of steel that youtube channel that forges it's a good channel to look up if you guys have spare time they're like fifth man not even that like 10 minute videos and they go through iconic weapons so they like made a keyblade they like it's actual people who make weapons for like pirates of the caribbean oh, okay so stuff. like actual movie props actual movie props nice. and they're all made out of metal and they forge and use these hummels and like forge the hilts it's beautiful they make all these weapons but like they made thor's hammer and it was like a hundred pounds really yeah <laughs> they're like cool. there's no way you only you can only do like yeah. two-handed they did yeah it, it's really worth looking up very cool um anything else there no okay so my next question is kind of still in the Star Wars train here. So practicality aside, whether it gets greenlit or not, would you rather see Ryan Johnson's new trilogy be an origin story about Snoke or an origin story about Darth Plagueis? Snoke. Yeah? Yeah, I would definitely. Um, it, the same way that the first three movies or the prequels um, were kind of a story about I guess they're Anakin, but you got more Certainly info. Certainly, Sidious and the Chancellor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The progression of that character to see where he started and how he evolved. Um, Plagueis, I don't think would be that interesting. Yeah, and I feel like we almost know more about Plagueis already now than we do about Snoke. And I feel like Snoke, yeah. there's just a lot more mystery to him. Like, why does he have these really weird-looking golden robes? Why is he so tall? Why is his face deformed? Like, there's just a lot of mystery behind him. Um, why does he have a right to be so cocky? Yeah, like, why? I mean, and his powers, like, you only... Powers you really saw is him use, like, a little bit of force push and then the electricity stuff. They're almost rhetorical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I, I'm a with you there. I think Snoke would be would my, be my choice as well. Because I think the gist of Plagueis' story, or, like, it intertwines with uh, Palpatine, but Palpatine, his parents were um, like politicians, and then he ends up killing his parents, and then he ends up like going to explore and joins like I think just the Sith kind of teaching and trying to gain knowledge, mm. and then Plagueis picks him up and's like, "Hey, I'll teach you." Interesting. And then he kills him in his sleep. I, I don't, I don't find that as 
a really good cinematic story that you could really do a lot with. They could manipulate the fiction too, um, yeah. but, I, but I agree. It wouldn't be. I mean, they would have to tailor it towards Sidious or yeah. you know, the Chancellor. I don't think that'd be very interesting yeah. either. Especially over three movies, if they oh. are still doing a trilogy. <laughs> yeah, they would... Yeah, they could I, talk about Sans I, more. Yeah, I think they he needs to do something completely out of what we already know about Star Wars. Or get a new director, not Ryan Johnson. That too. I mean, I'm okay with Ryan, but um, we already talked about this for two and a half hours yeah. on the Star Wars episode. Um, what's your next question? Um, would it's similar? Wow, we were right online. Um, would you rather retcon the new Star Wars series or continue? We still get episode nine. You get yeah. It's either you decanonize the uh, Force Awakens and Last Jedi, and you start that trilogy over, or you continue with nine where it's going. Uh, I'd continue with nine. I love. I mean, Last Jedi is like my third favorite Star Wars movie. Okay. Yeah, I continue. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm the exact opposite. I'd probably retcon. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, we talked about Star Wars. I just. I don't find the new characters as there's not a lot of redeeming qualities. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. We agree to disagree. Yeah. We still, we still, <laughs> we'll still monster on after yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. It'll just be less. Well, we won't talk. We won't much. talk. We'll just put headphones in. Yeah. We'll talk to Rick and Ben. <laughs> yeah. um, my last question, and I'm assuming you have one left after this. Or yes. Was that your last one? One more. Okay. So my last question is Nintendo or PlayStation? Ah. Uh, like for all its library, yeah. Oh gosh, what is PlayStation? That's a really hard one. I feel like Nintendo is more kid friendly, and PlayStation is more adults, and like you can do a lot more and not get in trouble. Like Nintendo with a super serious violent game doesn't really mash well. Mm-hmm. Um, they have had them, but it's. Few and far between, for sure. Yeah. I think I'd probably have to, it hurts me to say, go with PlayStation. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. That's a difficult one. It really is. I don't think I could definitively say either way either. Um, I see you more as a Nintendo guy. Yeah. I mean, I want to say Nintendo, but like, th- there's there's Spyros, there's the Final Fantasy, the later Final Fantasies, there's the Kingdom Hearts of the world, there's, um, I mean, just dozens of games that i just adore on playstation consoles crash bandicoot um are you turning un- back on your favorite system uncharted um, <laughs> yeah i mean the playstation 2 is my favorite console but um yeah there's just so much there in the nintendo catalog that i just don't know if i could yeah again definitively say either way yeah. um the problem is like we're coming from nintendo being like the giant thing of our childhoods yeah right and the PlayStation being an older for like more adults, mm-hmm. um, we're obviously not going back to being kids again. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we're intrigued by those more adult centric ideas and concepts. Yeah. 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 That's a tough one. So uh, enough about that. What is your last question for us? All right. This is not a would you rather, but Jack Nicholson or Al Pacino? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pick one. Who would you... Yeah. Uh, Al. Really? Yeah, dude. Godfathers. The original Godfathers, Scarface. I mean, even some of his newer movies. Not newer, but like late 2000s, or like early 2000s, 90s. Yeah. Okay. 
I mean, Jack Nicholson has some outstanding roles. Um, yeah, you know what? Actually, I take that back because you got One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Um, few Good Men. Few Good Men. Then there's um, Anger Management, which is that's the just Shining. A, that's just a funny movie. This, oh my gosh, yeah, The Shining. Um, the Departed. Yeah. Yeah, whoa. I take my answer back. <laughs> I mean, I immediately was just thinking The Godfather, and I just had yeah. to say Al, but... Um, I've actually only seen the first Godfather. Yeah, they're excellent movies. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. For sure. Because wasn't he the Joker as well? Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. He actually, he actually um, encouraged Heath to deny, the, or like, step down from the role. Really? He told Heath that was like, this role does things to you don't do it like essentially yeah it's gonna mess you up and and heath took it and 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 died of yeah overdose accidental overdose yeah um which is such a shame yeah i'd probably go along the same lines of jack nicholson yeah um al pacino was good in the first godfather um but i haven't seen a ton of his movies yeah his collection Mm -hmm. um so definitely I, i really love anger management it's it's one of the like cheesier kind of funny ones yeah. but um yeah you just having him sit on the highway singing i feel pretty is <laughs> really freaking hilarious i haven't seen it in years yeah it's been a really long time yeah. i just remember it being a really funny movie no that's that's i like that question that's fun um, yeah really random of course yeah you know i don't know actors or names or yeah really bad, no, that's so. fair that's fair yeah um any other any so you don't have any other questions? We're good. No, I did my fifteen. Yeah, so that was fun. I I definitely enjoyed it. I mean, Ryan and I do this pretty much on a Friday. We'll probably continue with later tonight. Nerdy. Yeah, exactly. So it's just a fun like one o'clock in the morning, super sleepy. Ask these like really super deep, ridiculous moral I questions. Think I fell asleep during the last one. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's it's just a fun kind of unique thing we do. So we figured we kind of mix it up, put some like kind of geek culture in there and uh, share with you guys. So hopefully you, you found some enjoyment from that. Um, so we're pet sitting at my dad's house over the next week. And so we're thinking about kind of recording a few more episodes and still just, still just, releasing on the normal schedule. Just in case we get busy. But yeah, just in case we get busy. So if we um, get behind on like big new video game news or whatever, um, you know, don't don't hate us if we uh, forget something. But um, really fun time this episode. Again, you guys can write in the to the show at otakubrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Link in the show notes. Um, you can find us on Podbean and iTunes. Something I want to encourage you guys to do just to kind of help our, um, I guess, visibility to people on iTunes is just um, click in the review and either submitting a review yourself, whether you write one in or just the click in the five stars just to kind of help our visibility to people. Or whatever that, you think we're rated or worth. Yeah, list zero stars, you know, we <laughs> suck. Um, yeah, honest opinions, please. But um, yeah, that just helps our visibility with other people like in the, the community that are listening to video game podcasts on iTunes. It'll just help um, our podcast pop if up. If people so. want to hear us. Yeah, you know, I mean, we are doing this podcast for fun, but it's it always is is great having a great someone's day a greater li- <laughs> a greater listener base. So we just want to encourage you guys yeah. to do that. Um, and uh, yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at re lewis two thousand eleven. I release um, kind of ideas early in the week for the podcast so that you guys can write in. Um, and I, if there's any changes to the schedule, that's where, that's where I'm gonna be posting about it. So. Follow me there. Ryan's not on the Twitter world. I'm not on pretty much most social media. Yeah, that's fine. So you can find Rusty at what he just said. Yeah. And go through Rusty. (laughs) Yeah, so um, 
Yeah, we're not really sure what a uh, next podcast is, but we do have some we'll ideas probably, in the pipeline. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, stay tuned for all that fun stuff. But thank you, all you fine folks out there, for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Stay classy. Yeah.